glad I had to start this because it's new. I mean, generally, aren't uh, you just eating something and then it's like, hey, we're we're starting the yeah, the but this is this isn't this is permadeath. This is, is different. This is like a permadeath spin-off, so yeah, um, it's like we are the let's go Pikachu and Eevee to the main series of Pokemon games. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to a new thing, being the permadeath post game, in which uh, me and some other people are getting together to discuss more centralised topics when it comes to podcasts. Because I know some people have said about permadeath before, you know, you guys should talk more about what's going on because it sucks that you cut yourselves off because you don't have enough time or whatever. So we're making time. How does that sound? <laughs> good? It, it sounds pretty damn good. It sounds like a pretty <laughs> damn good idea. I agree. It does. Good, then we will continue. Because if you'd said it sounds bad, I probably would have just gone and played some Moonlighter instead. Oh wait, if I say it's uh, bad, I can just go? Okay, cool. See ya. No. Okay. You're here now. It would have, it would have been Accept my it. responsibility to say it was a bad idea like three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, this has been a planned thing for a long time and I just haven't gotten around to doing it, but now we're doing it. Yep. So, hooray. Uh, joining me is, of course, Kinross. Hi. I'm not necessarily an of course, but I'd hope by this point you know what I sound like is the thing. <laughs> unless unless this is your first time here, in which case, which case welcome. Yeah. But In that case, who um, are you? I'm Ebby. There you go. At Bizarre Jelly 5 on Twitter. And joining us today is Andy, aka Ryu101. My voice has already started to go and we're two minutes into oh, recording. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for having yeah, me on the, the show, the, like your very first show. Hopefully it's not too much of a car crash. Uh, if it's a car crash, it's because of you. Because <laughs> permadeath uh, anyway. always goes perfectly smoothly, so anything different is, is Andy's fault. It's, it's definitely Andy's fault. Great, getting the blame um, Andy's in already. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> uh, anyway, Andy, what do you do? Because you're new here. Uh, oh god, yeah. Um, I didn't even expect to be doing this so soon, so I kind of wasn't ready. But I, well, I, sh- I figured I figured we'd get it in at the start because people might drop off by the end. So <laughs> okay, cool. Well, if you're having fun so far, I stream on Twitch.tv forward slash Ray One Hundred One One Zero One, and at the minute I stream on Mondays and Wednesdays, seven PM uh, BST or GMT at the local timers, and I'm streaming a number of games at the minute. Um, which is apparently humorous with Kinross, but <laughs> what? what is this? this? He's just laughing about the if you're having fun already. <laughs> if you like what you've heard so far, give us a like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that bell button. Do we need to start this again? No. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so Andy is currently streaming Yakuza Zero and. Um, I don't think Borderlands is a regular thing, but he did that yesterday. So yeah, so I'm I'm currently doing Yakuza Zero after weeks and weeks of um, Ebby and Kinross and everyone else just saying you should play Yakuza Zero, and I eventually gave in. So we're doing that uh, on Wednesdays, and then at the minute on Mondays we're doing Stardew Valley with um, both Kinross. Oh yeah, and that's Abby. what you're doing. <laughs> that is the other thing, you know, the thing that you're involved in. <laughs> <laughs> so. I like how I mentioned Borderlands, which I didn't even watch because I was playing Moonlighter. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, yeah, join us for Stardew Valley on Mondays, even though this will be out after Monday, probably. Twitch.tv anyway. forward slash Royal101. Join. 
like comment subscribe it will be linked in the description of the youtube video i don't know how itunes works so we'll figure that out later anyway uh today's discussion is going to be about e3 because obviously it's going to be about e3 everything is about e3 and our, our discussion today is going to be about whether we think it's still relevant in today's I don't know how to describe it. Social media announcing leaking. place. Leaking yeah. everything. Um, but first things first. I said I was going to put you, give you an on-the-spot question. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Okay. Because I wanted your truest of reactions. Is the on-the-spot question, do you think E3 is still relevant? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want us to remember E3 fondly for a moment. Okay. Uh, so, what are you, what are your favourite E3 moments? Oh Jesus! Um, I'll let so you I'll go tell first. Oh, there we go. Uh, the Twilight Princess reveal, the Breath of the Wild reveal. But uh, why? You can't you can't just say the. You reveal, didn't say you why. Um, why? I don't really remember the Twilight Princess one. I think that it was mostly because I think that was my first E3 that I watched. Um, People were hype. Yeah, um, and then of course there was the E3 with the Wii music and uh, Cami Dunaway no. on a, on a Wii Fit board with I want to say Tony Hawk. It's not Tony Hawk. The skate mat. The, uh, the Sean White. Sean White. That was a moment. Um, <laughs> that was such a bad press conference. <laughs> it was pretty like bad. even putting aside the Wii music thing. That was such a bad press conference. <laughs> um, Breath of the Wild. Weirdly, I didn't care too much when it was. I didn't like mind that like care about the first announcement where it was the guardian chasing Luke through the forest and there was the big explosions and things. I was kind of eh about that one, but the the subsequent ones is where uh, where it started to get pretty pretty cool for me. Uh, Trying to remember other E three moments. Uh, Bill um... reacting to Shenmue. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are mine that immediately spring to mind. I I think um, the a couple of years ago I think it was when Yekitara just um, came out in that weird. Um, oh, the Emil head. The Emil head, and everyone's like, "Who the hell's that?" Just popping out <laughs> on stage and just like, little did they know. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. There was the Ubisoft announcement last year with um, the Marion Rabbids. Just how oh, that was so good. and like how cool that was. Just, just um, yeah, the collab between them and Nintendo, um, and it's, it felt very genuine. Like how how that announcement was, um, and the other one was on the Sony um, when they had the the band playing, and it was just kind of like this slow build up with all the music. Just oh, for God of oh, War. when they announced God of War, yeah. Yeah, and that's really cool. Yeah, because they had that woman with the weird vocals on, and everyone was like, "What is? This? <laughs> What's yeah. happening here?" <laughs> um, I've got a couple of favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, one of them also, Miyamoto not... pulling out a Pikmin from his pocket, going, ah! <laughs> "That that gif is the best <laughs> gif that's ever existed, yeah. in my opinion." Um, so I have one which was when <laughs> I don't know if you'll remember this because this is really specific and it's from a game that I have not played mm-hmm. um, but when The Last Guardian got announced and there was like the audience reaction and there was just that guy like stood up with his hands in the air I don't know <laughs> if you remember that. that I don't remember that at all but, 
I'll, I'll I'll link it afterwards. But I'm also that suddenly was my favorite reaction shot ever. The uh, the entire <laughs> Bethesda Elder Scrolls Online conference of Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> another one of my favorite ones in terms of like things that I've seen, but I didn't obviously watch it at the time because this mm-hmm. is from a very old game, and I think it was. E- I'm gonna actually double check that it was E3 before I start talking about this. Uh, Peggle two. No. <laughs> Basically, I remember the meme moments. And uh... yes, okay. So this was at E3 2001. Oh, God. So this I think was so before they even ago. started like showing people who mm-hmm. weren't there what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you Google Smash Bros Melee E3, there's like a reaction of. Um, Super Smash Bros. Melee's like cinematic trailer, mm-hmm. and the reactions from the crowd in that video genuinely make me want to cry because everyone's just like so excited and happy, and that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? Yep. Um, in terms of other favorite moments, I don't know that I have any because most of the time when I think about E3, I personally remember like yeah. I remember that EA Sports where. Pele was there. Mm. Oh my god. What, what even was that interview? It was about FIFA. Uh, I don't why. know. It was asking Pele about football. Yeah, but the... like some when I'm going to double check this like when Pele actually played. When was He was in the, the 80s, long... I think. Maybe the yeah, a... early 90s. Cuz he he hasn't really been relevant for like fucking years. Excuse, sorry, are we allowed to swear on this? Yeah. Okay. He hasn't been relevant for years like um, I like how, I the like second how I said, time. yeah, you're a light, <laughs> to swear, and then you're like, I'm gonna cut the swear. <laughs> 1977 was the last time he played. Like, oh, come on, <laughs> most of the people watching E3 or that are younger won't ever even like know anything about him. I reckon, unless you're a proper football fanatic, you would not have had a clue. And I guess that's who it was for, really. Mm-hmm. But that's 40 years ago, been... 40 years ago was the last time he played. Like. I just yeah. think like stuff like that couldn't that be its and I, I know Ken Ross is going to agree with me but like its own thing mm-hmm. like in the lead up to FIFA coming out be like oh the press circuit's on let's interview Pele like don't do it at E3 <laughs> uh, now that we've talked about the good times of E3 <laughs> we're going to talk about whether whether or not we think it's still relevant in today's modern gaming market so <laughs> I think, just to clarify here, we are not talking about E3 as a whole, because E3 is obviously still very relevant in the show floor aspect of things, mm-hmm. um, but whether we think the press conferences and the yep. you know build-up to it is it's still worth. relevant, considering how many games have been announced before E3? At least five. <laughs> a lot. Mm. Um... So we've had Assassin's Creed was announced yesterday, the day before, something like that. I don't know. Um, we've had Rage 2, Fallout 76, Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee, uh, Battlefield 5. Uh, what else? Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4. Mm. Like a bunch of stuff before E3. Um... So what what are you guys thinking on this subject? I would like to hear your thoughts. 
Um, I've said it before that I think that the the Nintendo Direct model has sort of ruined me a little bit because I've gotten used to the idea of this company giving at least quarterly sort of announcements of new games and updates on on what's going on. So for me, Nintendo's E3 is weird. I guess I just class it as a as a typically more hype um, <coughs> direct quarterly direct. Um, yeah, and so I sort of expect Microsoft and, and Sony and, and those guys to sort of follow, follow that model because I think it's a really good model. But well, instead, Sony they, sort of has they, well, um, they're PSX, and, PSX. Yeah, but I know it's not the same. But they have something outside of E3. Yeah, least. I guess they're like twice a year they got something. Um, so I I think for me E3 is I, I like E3 because it's a lot of announcements all in one place rather than I have an announcement here I've got an announcement there and it's fairly plausible that with how busy things like Twitter and, and the tech market and game market is that you might miss that something was announced um, and so it's nice to have either a direct that you can be like okay here's an hour of games announced or an E3 where there's an hour of games announced rather than two weeks ago Battlefield 5 got announced with a small stream Fallout 76 got announced with a 24 hour build up for a 60 second I don't want trailer. to talk about I don't want um, to talk about I don't want to talk about that stream <laughs> uh, yeah I don't and also on that sort of note as well Pokemon uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee mm-hmm. were announced at a press-only event yes. where we were just getting bits and pieces of information sort of trickling through as it happened. You can now watch was... that video. So it was recorded, oh. it wasn't streamed. And I can only Why assume didn't it was they just for... stream it? <laughs> I'm assuming it's for translation reasons. It would It was easier to translate in post than it was live. But Hang on, but it's... Wait, wait, did they? Because I haven't seen like the actual show. I've just seen the trailers of it. But mm-hmm. surely, did did they um, have a stage show to to show everything and like translate it there? Because like people have done that before. E three, they translate <clears throat> there at the show. Uh, it was like, sort of like a uh, like a proper business conference, like a a small stage with like two hundred people in it. Um, from what I can tell, all of them spoke Japanese. But the questions were translated at the in the Q and A, but all of the trailers and stuff was in in Japanese. So I can only assume that the entire thing was in Japanese, um, and then translated afterwards for YouTube. Well, why didn't they just stream it in Japanese? I would have watched it. That would have been way more hype than like oh Twitter update. But yeah, yeah, I mean, they they could have quite easily just done another trailer. Like, well, they they did do another trailer in English, and they could have just streamed that at the think... same time. Like, what what was the? Anyway, well, all of kind of the, like the discussiony stuff of like game mechanics I mean, they didn't... and like I don't know. What I don't understand with with that announcement, this is not on topic particularly, but what I don't understand with that announcement is why it wasn't a direct. Um. Yeah, it is the sort of thing that would have normally been a, a direct on it. Like they could have been 
like you could say they didn't stream it because you know it was all in Japanese and they didn't want to translate it at the time but surely it would have just been easier to pre-record a thing unless they I mean it just seems lazy like to me because people are hyped about like Pokemon games coming to the Switch like ever since the Switch has been coming coming out um, people have been going oh is the, when's the next Pokemon game going to be on there when's it going to be on there and it just seems like they they didn't do it properly like it if you're if you're like into pokemon but you're not into sort of trying to keep up with nintendo you could have quite easily missed that unless you are like following yeah. like all, all of like the youtube and like reddit and, and stuff like that and it, it, it all just, of the youtube all of the youtubes it, it just seems like they, they fluffed it for something su- such an uh, for something like pokemon yeah yeah it was if weird. it was if it was some weird like niche franchise that nintendo had honestly it, maybe i could understand it a bit more but... it almost but feels then... like they they held this this announcement with the expectation that no one was going to live tweet it and it would be like a closed room discussion and then it would be sort of released later after like the q a had happened and all of that rather than it being like a live stream of, i think of that thoughts. was does doesn't this doesn't this draw this back to sort of our conversation of like whether e3 is relevant whereas if if they hadn't done it there and if they'd done it at E3, all mm-hmm. eyes would have been on in- Nintendo anyway, and they would have gone, oh shit, there's a new Pokemon game out um, now, instead of like people trying to get information from dribs and drabs everywhere else. Whereas at least uh, if, if you know, okay, Nintendo's going to be doing something at this time, um, all eyes are going to be on it, and then it's, it's more likely to get the message out about it. Yeah. I think that was the, the main issue with that as well, was it got announced that it was happening like half an hour before it happened Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was stupid early in the morning for me and I was just about to go to bed and Bill was like don't go to bed you have Pokemon to watch and um, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had Pokemon to watch (laughs) like it was one of those it's just one of those things where I would have preferred to have known about it a little bit in advance Mm -hmm. instead of just being like well, like the, it was a weird day because I came off of the Bethesda stream. They put the fucking bobblehead to bed, well, and then the I was thing, like, "Oh, like, Pokemon now." Bethesda, okay. Bethesda knew that you needed enough time to build up to an announcement. You don't yeah. want just half an hour. You need a twenty-six hour stream of a bobblehead. Let I mean, me tell you. This I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> you can cut it. You can cut it. I don't it's want to fine. talk about this, but let me tell you about it anyway. I didn't want to talk about it because it was really annoying because I watched that stream for fucking hours yeah. and nothing happened. And then the minute that I leave the house to go to an appointment <laughs> that I had, Todd Howard's like, here's Fallout 76. Yeah. The minute. <laughs> Just sending out tweets to Abby and uh, actually get one back saying, I was out. And I was, in a, I was in a fucking hospital and they've got <laughs> signal blockers everywhere so I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, anyway, it was um, so Andy, true permadeath fashion. Yeah. Do you think E3 is still relevant? I think um, going back to what, what I was saying before, I think uh, it it is in a way, not necessarily in its current format. I I think you could quite happily just get rid of the whole stage show presence and sort of go to Aww. to a a whole Nintendo sort of model like um, the, mm-hmm. the direct. Because, like, stage shows, yeah, how then they might Microsoft wait, announce wait, a car. Wait, wait, exactly. We won't see the car at Microsoft. I mean, they could still happens. do it. They could still do it on their thing, just being like, 
oh, and here's a car just halfway through their thing. <laughs> I got, I've got to be honest, like, part of the charm of E3 for me for a really long time has been tech seeing issues. how the hosts mess up. Yeah. There's a great tech issue that I want to talk about. Uh, seeing how the hosts mess up and seeing the audience reactions, and I do feel like we miss a bit of that when... Yeah, you don't get cheers and the, and the likes yeah, but... from, from Nintendo Directs. But, but and the, if you're saying that, though, a purely digital thing, we never would have seen the Rabbids developer crying about how proud he was of his game. Yeah, okay, yeah, there, there, there is that. Like, and, and I suppose there is like the stuff like um, the what was the Yarny game Unraveled? Oh, uh, like yeah. That, that, I mean, as, as as bad as it was with the guy coming on and like sort of stressing about doing his first announcement, it was kind of endearing. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean. You, you could still happily do it without everything that because it's being live streamed you don't necessarily need people there like there's there's outlets like giant bomb who just watch the live stream and stream it themselves and co-stream it and they're, they're not even in the room so you kind of still get that atmosphere of people reacting yeah, to but, it but if i'm not a fan of giant bomb then there's hundreds of people doing it you just literally get twi- we, we try to do it with permadeath it's just it's fucking it's tiring. It's I think so tiring. The other problem, the other problem with that is that you're give, you've got people all giving their hot takes as it's happening, whereas like with an audience, you don't have a thousand people in a room going, "This is awful. What have they done to Mario?" <laughs> that would be atrocious. Yeah, it's, to like, have. it's just like woo. Yeah, it's just like excitement. Instead, like you get an hour of just excitement before everyone's like, "This was terrible," and let me tell you why and how you're wrong. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but maybe I want. Um, maybe I want that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Well, if you do want that, then there are yeah. avenues for you already. Yeah, with yeah, people clearly. like Giant Bomb. <laughs> um, like, but then, I suppose the, the question is like, would would you prefer it? Um, stuff being pre-announced, and then you kind of knowing what's coming up at the the show. Or does that does that ruin the magic for for you guys? Like knowing that only you... in very certain circumstances <sighs> do I appreciate ahead of time announcements. The pro- case in point, this one with this with this year, I'm mm. really thankful that Bethesda have said we have Rage Two, we have a new Fallout game. You can come and see that if you want to. Because last year, like I woke up at three a.m. or something yeah. to watch Bethesda's stream, and. It sucked. It wasn't very good was, at all. Was I don't even announced? remember what they announced. I, I don't think that anything was um, announced. Yeah. It was just uh, like DLC, Quake, and... wasn't it? Now Quake, Quake was the year before. Quake was during their first. No, their first it was conference. Any... Was it? Was it? Yeah. They had a lot of stuff teased. in their first conference. Because it was Doom. Then... Doom was in their first conference, and there was a small yeah. teaser of Quake. There was a teaser. Of Quake. Hold on. But like in, have a look. In the, I feel like in the it was just text. like Dishonored Two DLC and things like that. It wasn't. Everything Bethesda announced at E3 2017. Uh, Fallout 4 VR. The Creation Club will bring paid mods to <laughs> Bethesda oh, games. You can now use an amiibo to dress up as Link in Skyrim on Switch. It was the year of Skyrim. Yeah. Again. Seven years after Skyrim came out. <laughs> Six years after Every Skyrim year is the out. year of Skyrim. I'm, I'm expecting Skyrim <laughs> to be at E3 again this year. Uh, Dishonored got some DLC. Uh, the Evil Within 2... Oh, yeah, that got announced. announced. Yeah, and Wolfenstein Two got revealed. Okay, so they announced two things. But considering yeah. I'm not interested in either of those games, it was like, why am I awake? Mm. 
I think why am I here? <laughs> the I typically don't like to be told what's going to be talked about. Like the Sony one, we know that what it's uh, Kingdom Hearts. No, no, Last uh, of Us, Last of Us Two, two. Uh, uh, Death Stranding, Death Stranding, uh, Spider Man, Ghost of. Uh, oh, the Ghost of the Shikado or whatever. Yep, that one. Tsushima. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I said. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, but which, by the way, I'm really looking forward to seeing what that game's about. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just like kind of ruins the magic for me, for the most part. Like with Sony's kind of another extraneous circumstance as well, because they also broadcast at like 3 a.m. our time. Mm. Every year without fail. <clears throat> so I'm like, oh, I guess I appreciate them telling me that I'm probably going to fall asleep watching more Spider-Man footage that I don't want to see. But the, the problem is, like, when they say we're going to talk about these games, it means, and there's if I'm, like, not interested in half of them, then I am inclined to not watch the stream and just watch the VODs of the bits that I'm interested in. At which point, yeah. if there's any, like smaller announcements that they've not actually told us about i'm going to have missed those um Mm. and it's like if ea say we're going to talk about fifa and madden and and battlefield 5 and battlefront 2's new dlc that doesn't include microtransactions or whatever they can say that they're going to talk about it but it doesn't give me any information about when they're going to talk about it within their conference so it could be that it happens first thing last year though they had a little thing on the bottom of the screen saying Star Wars Battlefront 2 at the end at this time at the end basically yeah. but um, generally it's like we're going to talk about these things like if you were interested in uh, the Samurai Tsukido the Ghost of Tsushima yeah the Ghost of Tsushima and uh, Last of Us 2 you don't know whether it's going to be first or if it's going to be after an hour of, of Spider-Man or, or whatever so yeah. there's no point in announcing what you're going to talk about in advance for me. Is, I think, uh, like, if Nintendo were like, right, we're going to talk about these games, I'd be like, no, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> stop, stop, because it, it wouldn't matter if Nintendo were announcing nothing that I was interested in. Mm. I'd still want to watch, and but that's basically, complete... you you were both there on, on my 27th birthday. <laughs> No, 26th birthday. Um, I can't, Matt. Um, When we all got up at like 3 in the morning to watch the Switch conference, and they announced Fire Emblem Warriors, they announced New No More Heroes, they announced Xenoblade 2. No, that that was a week later. Oh, okay. Um, You were there when that happened, and I lost my shit when they announced Fire Emblem Warriors. Mm. And... And Xenoblade. I don't think I would have had that same reaction if they'd just gone like, Fire Emblem Warriors coming out next year on Switch over Twitter. Mm. Like, I wouldn't have been as hype, but because I was like seeing a trailer, trying to guess what it was, you guys were there. It was great. <laughs> okay, well, here's the thing though, because because like people have fractured off so much from E3, so you've got like EA doing the EA Play, which is obviously around E3. Um, you've got the PlayStation that, experience. They, like, pause for a sec. Pause. Go on. It's still part of E3, EA. You say it's not, but it's it the is. Day before. Because... It's, it's the day at, before. You're at the conference. No, you're at the conference. You're at the conference. 
But no, you, okay, let, you let then proceed. No, let, come in, let me finish. You come into so, other so, people's conferences to talk about the stuff you've just talked about. <laughs> okay, sorry. But, carry on, Andy. But yeah, so so I'm saying like you've got all of these different things now. So you've got EA Play, you've got um, BlizzCon, um, you've, you've got the PlayStation Experience. Um, if like all of the, the different like uh, companies were to go, okay, instead of doing an E3, instead of there there being this week where everyone's focused on all of the different games and everything, if if all of the different people dot themselves around the year and still do this, the the live stage show, the live live stream stuff, would would that be the same experience? I think it would because you, you'd you'd still be able to get the hype behind oh what they're going to announce. You still get like the stage presence of everyone being there and like the the buzz of the atmosphere. But it's not necessarily going to be all condensed into one place. It will be spread out. So in in that regard, you could happily do um, like the E3 stuff at any time of the year. So it's not 100% relevant, I don't it think. Is, it is useful in the fact that I get, all, like, I get most of my gaming news over the course of four days. <laughs> and I don't know to worry about uh, it. Um, but... But it's not four it, days it, anymore, though, is it? It's because in terms, it of, in terms of conferences, it's, it's four like days. we're it's we're like a month out. We're a month out, and like, or we were a month out, and we're starting to get stuff like they were going to talk about E three. Yeah, but the and, actual and it, like conferences are only four days. So I could ignore all of the Twitter stuff, the month building up, and I can get all of my news mostly uh, in those four days. Plus, it's also. Like from the from the show floor aspect, which we as the public don't see. I mean, you can do obviously now. We can do, but it's it's useful from. I mean, I know that journalists despise E three because of of all the stuff, but it is useful in the sense of you can just go from on one one airport ticket, one air flight ticket, and one hotel. You can do the Nintendo. You can do the Sony. You can do the Bethesda. You can do everything. But but you've got on you've got one stuff fee, like rather than hacks. having to go out. Rather, but Pax doesn't have like big announcements. No, not not necessarily. PAX, PAX but like, like indie they stuff. But there's there's like Pax, there's e- EGX over in the UK. Um, there's uh, Insomnia in the le- even even lesser so. But there, there there are other places where you can go and and take a look at games. Like yeah, you it, can take a look it, at games. It's just but... whether they want the like hot take as soon as it's been announced sort of like coverage. So I'm not I'm not saying like E3 is not relevant to us, but is relevant to well, yeah, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, it's like the show floor aspect of E3 for the most part is not relevant to anyone who is not in LA at that specific time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they and... need to announce the games ahead of time before they start painting buildings with um, Walt Boy and yeah. And announcing like, games that way from from what i understand like not everything on the show floor also not everything that they're showing at e3 is on the show floor like no. um there there are a lot of closed door meetings where where press is still yeah. uh, like taken behind the scenes to have a look at x game mm. like i know outlets get okay you're going to be looking at a game <laughs> we've got a game for you guys to look at they're not going to tell you until yeah. like right up into it um so the public kind of misses misses room, out on basically. that. Yeah, but like that's not stuff that we're supposed to know anyway. <laughs> like that's not for us. That's for but, but video that, game industry professionals. Yeah, but like it again. It, it kind of goes back to the relevance of, of that. Like um, at any time the 
okay it could all be condensed together and, and like saving your plane ticket etc but what's to stop like ea saying to or maybe they're a bad example um but a company <laughs> just saying okay we, we've got this game coming out um mm-hmm. all of you journalists we're gonna get you in, into into this place here to show to look at it which is what you mean like, like developers camps. do yeah um what's the difference between that and and the e3 other than sort of the the review camp is is sort of condensed into like a couple of days Invariably, and you're not paid to go fractured. to e3 no uh you're you're uh, paid to go to a, bo- uh, a review camp and invariably pampered no one's getting pampered at uh, e3. <laughs> review camps are also like a really gross practice in my opinion I'm not saying I'm, I'm not agreeing uh, or disagreeing with them, but I'm just saying, so, yeah. like all all of the different aspects of it can mm-hmm. be broken up and and spread about. That it, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the same week or in the same few days. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, um, are, are, would you say that we are in mild agreement that the conference aspect of E3 is perhaps more relevant? than the show floor stuff. The show floor stuff could much easier happen at any other point where uh, as opposed to having itty bitty conferences for like Nintendo Directs very rarely have teases aside from the E three ones. Invariably they're actually showing actual gameplay or whatever. So you wouldn't get a moment of being like, Hey we're gonna do Shenmue three, look at Mass Effect Andromeda, look at Death Stranding. Um mm-hmm you wouldn't necessarily get those um and of course there aren't there are pretty there are very few hour long directs they're all like 20 minutes half an hour long um yeah because it is supposed to be like a a quick sort of bite size thing i mean i i can i can definitely see the the relevance of of stuff being together because because everyone can can be like okay i know i know that for this week I've got a set timetable where all of these all of these developers are gonna gonna be saying stuff, and we can look in. We've got our eyes onto it. Then, then for the rest of the year, we can necessarily forget about it. I mm-hmm. I, I can agree on that bit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the thing about the conferences and stuff is it's just kind of convenient. I don't know. You can take a week off work mm. and just like yeah this is the week that i'm gonna learn about some new video games whereas if they were spread throughout the year you'd be taking like odd days off there is no there was nothing worse than being told like 12 hours in advance or a day in advance that there was going to be a nintendo direct tomorrow um and you have no clue what it's going to be and it starts literally as i finish work so you're like hmm i could have taken a day off for that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, in in that regard, it's quite nice for me to be able to book a block of time off and just be like, "Here's my Sony, here's my Microsoft, here's my EA." And I think it's still it must still be relevant because there seems to be a lot more stuff going on around E3 this year. But whether that well. is because like they're they're trying to make it more relevant by inviting the public into to E3 mm. and like selling all of the tickets. I mean, from, from Did they I, not start that a couple of years ago? Last year was the first time. I think, yeah, I think it was last sold. year was the first. I mean, not not to say that like non-press have managed to get into it before, because yeah. from what I hear, there, there's a lot of non-press that managed to get into it three before. Just, well, just the, a few. the definition of press was uh, was looser <laughs> over the last few years. Um, like we were, 
talking about this is actually me reminding myself sorry talking about uh whether leaks and pre-e3 announcements negate the value of e3 correct yes Mm -hmm. (coughs) so i don't remember andy saying whether things like all the blops and and the like being talked about or announced beforehand diminishes your like are you less inclined to to watch e3 when there's all these snippets of a 20 second thing here a 20 minute thing there here a thing there a thing everywhere a game thing everywhere a thing thing Um, (laughs) yes and no um like because because you've you've kind of i think every sort of covered this earlier when i'm saying if she knows what's coming up like um if i know everything that's coming up in like the um the sony press conference if i'm not interested in any of the things there yeah then i'm not gonna watch it i'm not gonna bother being like okay yeah i I know that like i'm not interested in last of us 2 i am but i'm just taking that as an example like okay i'm not interested in that i'm not interested in the other three games that they're mainly gonna be talking about so Mm -hmm. why bother watching it yeah like so I i think it does diminish it in in a way um but then it so as if they tactically release everything but stuff like black ops um Okay, you, you don't nec- you didn't necessarily know it was going to be Black Ops, but you knew that there was going to be a Call of Duty. Yeah. So there's there's like all of the Call of Duty fanboys that are like, okay, so I know it's coming up. Um, I've had a teaser for it. Now that that might have hyped me up to to watch some more at E3 and actually tune into the um, what Activision have got to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think it it, it 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 depends on what it is, and it depends on how much they tease. Like uh, Fallout seventy six. Think- I think that the how much they tell us is my problem Mm. because that's what like sorry to cut your point off I'll let you get back to it in a second but um, the thing for me is that I've always enjoyed the surprise of E3 Mm -hmm. like even if it is just like I'll never forget that one year where they announced Final Fantasy 7 Remake uh, The Last Guardian and Shenmue 3 all in one press conference Because, like, even though I wasn't attached to any of those franchises, I knew how massive that was. And it was really cool to, like, be there when everyone else found out about it, if you know what I mean. Mm. And I don't know, knowing about things in advance sort of ruined that aspect for me. Yeah, like if if Squeenix was showing... Squeenix does do Final Fantasy, don't they? Yeah. Uh, If they were, like, showing off high-res renders of Cloud and his poofy hair like two weeks in advance you're like well why would they bother doing that if they weren't remaking it so it's yeah but but like i just i just like it being like gamers christmas like we've always described it as gamers christmas here Mm. um and it feels like it's less about that now because it's like i don't know if you've ever been christmas shopping with your parents and they're like oh do you want this for christmas and you're like yeah sure and then you don't get to see that thing until christmas (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know well, what it is. It generally turns out. What do you want for Christmas? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, and I buy something. And they're like, "Can we put this away for Christmas?" Like, okay, I guess I won't see that <laughs> for another few months. That, that was pretty okay. much how it went with my Wii. It was a case of I, I came, was picked up in the car after, on the day of the Wii's release, and it was sat next to me in in a Toys R Us bag. And I was like, "Can I have a look at it?" It's like, "No, it's it's a Christmas present. You've got to wait till Christmas." I'm like, "No." <laughs> And then Twilight Princess <laughs> came to my house like the day after and I had to hide it from my yeah. mum because she was like you better not have uh, ordered or done anything or like got the case 
ready before Christmas. I'm like, no, I haven't. It's still in the packet. I promise. I've not sniffed the disc. <laughs> there, there was there was also the time where I got bought Final Fantasy VIII for like a I think it was a birthday, uh-huh. and I knew that I had it because I was there when they bought it, and I found out where they were hiding it around the house. So I was secretly sneaking it out to play it, and then putting it back in the case. <laughs> So by the time my, like my birthday came around, I'd already played like the first disc of it, so it was less exciting. <laughs> but that's exactly what it is. That's what E3 is. Like <laughs> nowadays. It's like you found the copy of Final Fantasy VIII that your parents bought you, and you've sneakily been playing it. So, so you were saying like how much of a tease is what what irks you? Like, yeah, like, is, the, um... is the Fallout seventy six enough of a tease that it's it's basically spoiled the fun? But like seeing a full gameplay session of Battlefield Five would be less of a tease and more of just like an announcement in advance. I, I, I don't know if like I'm the the tease that seventy six like Fallout seventy six um they they gave out like mm. okay it was after a day and etc so we would ignore that but it's kind of made me go oh shit there's there's all of these these aspects of of it to, of of the game. And like we know, like this, the, the rough setting of it, and we we kind of know bits around it just because of some of the different lore from like Fallout mm-hmm. Three and Fallout Four, and it's kind of like a okay, that's kind of made me excited to watch the Bethesda conference now, because I know they're going to talk about it because yeah. it's it's going to be it's def- definitely going to be there, but um, I'm I'm intrigued to see what more they're going to show because now they've got the initial announcement out of the way, they can pretty much focus on pure gameplay. Whether it is just going to be this Rust style sort of yeah. MMO or not MMO like online game or an actual single player thing, but See, so... I think that's the thing that bugs me the most about these like half announcements is then all the rumors start yeah. coming out about what it is. I mean, I kind and... of like that in a way though. I'm not a fan there's, of it because there's... there's so many rumors that it's like I don't know which ones to listen to and which ones to ignore. I think that's, that's ult- ult- the fun. Though. Ultimately, though, that's the difference between a rumor and a theory. And the problem is that we're in the leak-heavy world that we live in, it's always leaning towards rumor slash leak than it is. I have a theory that this is what the game is going to be. I'm going to say this now: companies need to fix their plumbing to stop these leaks. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> um, How many leaks have been happening like of late? Although, at, at, like talking on Bethesda again last year Bethesda was crap do you think companies look back at like the last year of E3 and say okay this did not go well Uh, we need people are more likely to less likely to tune in to listen to our stuff we need to we need to hook them in with something and then they do a thing like tease slash announce Bethesda uh, Fallout 76 I don't know because they did they teased Fallout 4 before their first Mm. E3 press conference, so they must have known something then. Um, but I think companies have they have to look back on what happened at E3, and I'm convinced that the Skyward Sword demo is what made Nintendo uh, stop doing conferences. Yeah. Um, because it was that had a few tech not issues. Very good. <laughs> it's not very good at all. Um, but like I'm, I don't know, I'm just convinced that they have to look back and go here's what happened last year here's the reaction to everything and unless this year death stranding is just another cg trailer with (laughs) 
Norman Reedus in it, then then they don't listen to us. <laughs> they do not listen to us at all. Um, Kojima will be done when Kojima's done, man. Kojima can be done when but Kojima's done, but don't about talk it. about it. This is... This is... Oh, Kojima, <laughs> Square Enix, stop announcing games before they're even close to being done. Death Stranding wasn't even started when he fucking announced it. Like, stop. <laughs> that, that's the advantage of at least, them, at least like, with Square doing Enix, these they've shown beforehand. Like, they show some element of game. Sure, they might scrap the game later on, but they're at least showing something. Mr. Kojima has literally just shown Didn't us... Did Final Fantasy VII? Yes, they did. They showed some of the they've, combat. They've shown... I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously Kingdom Hearts, we've seen like bits and pieces. But um, Death Stranding has literally just been trailers of of Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen. I, no one knows whether that's a stealth game, an action game, a survival horror, uh, a co-op But you can puzzler. pre-order it, that's the most important part. Yeah, you can pre-order it. You can pre-order Fallout 76. Um, yeah, I'm not going to because I don't know what it mm-hmm. is. But like, this is this is the thing: is there's a difference between a tease, a leak, and an announcement. Yeah. The Fallout thing felt like it was definitely building up to more of an announcement than it ended up doing. Because yeah. um, I got to be honest, a little bit underwhelmed after watching that stream for God knows how long. Yeah, you'd have expected like even like a hint of a tease as to what the game actually is rather than just like a cinematic. Yeah, I think that's what I found to be kind of disappointing is they were just like, ooh, look, it's a vault but it's a happy vault instead of a sad vault and it's but like, I think well, what you does... C- you, can, you can like assume so much around it though, but it's it's kind of just a... Like, I think it was deliberate to, to build up hype for their E3 show though, because like yeah. they, they've deliberately picked a vault that was talked about in Fallout 3 that we know was one of the control vaults that was meant to open 20 years after like um, a nuclear war happened. Um, we know that like at that time in what, 2097, there's not going to be any like civilizations like that, that have gone and built anything up. So you can kind of start to draw influences from like what, what the game's going to be like and, and how it is. And like, especially if you kind of start looking at some of the the stuff that like Kotaku's um, been talking about, whether whether it's actually true or not. Um, but th- and there there are lots of like little hidden things in the trailer that that you can like just pick up on as well. Um, so I, th- I think it, it's just a hype tool. That, that's all they're doing. They're, they're going yeah. still two weeks to E3. We're going to hype you up for for this because like, there's a lot of Fallout fans. Um, that that are looking forward to another game. Generally, in the the like cycle of, of Fallout games, it hasn't been this quick apart from between three and New Vegas. Um, and they're but like, what, boom! Like Todd Howard was there, so I assume it's Bethesda Game Studios that's actually working on it. Yeah, it's which definitely is not. It's weird because I thought they were working on Starfield. What Starfield? I mean, that's only ever been um, a rumored though. It was oh, a, a rumored, yeah, sci-fi RPG which was meant to be in the Fallout universe. Whether whether it is like a, a whole bait and switch of hey this is actually like when they when they leave it they go into space something <laughs> really weird yeah the um, vault blasts off from the ground what if the vault is in space it's a vault in space that that could be what, a thing even though we know what it's if? kind of yeah not, what if that's but... a good so you talk about the hundred <laughs> yeah um, 
But yeah, and, and no, it's definitely not Obsidian because Obsidian sort of tweeted out the fact that they weren't working on it. Yeah, it's, it's not us. Yeah, they did. Hmm. Um. Yeah, there's just like this. I don't know if this is getting off topic or whatever, but I still think that E3 is relevant to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's mainly just my end point for this discussion is I think it's still relevant to some people whether or not we are that people that's that's different I, I still think I am the person who E3 is meant for E3 well the conference part is meant because... for yeah, yeah mm. and the treehouse I enjoy yeah, the treehouse tree bit um, but it sounds like Andy doesn't doesn't think the same I th- way I, I think I agree that the um, I, I say it again like um, the idea of, of not necessarily E3 itself, but the idea of having everything close together mm-hmm. in a, in a time mm. period like that that is relevant. But the the context, what what that is, even if it was just all of the different places having their own thing on the same week, um, it doesn't need to have the E3 name tagged onto it. So yeah. Yeah, I guess it just makes it easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, Ken Ross? Uh, mine are pretty much the same as yours. I think that. Um, I I despise the leak. <laughs> um, I my my feeling towards Drip. leaks is almost Drip. the same as builds towards spoilers. I basically count leaks as spoilers for games' existence. Um, yeah, and particularly like what tends to happen is you very rarely get like one game leaked. You'll get like twenty games leaked. And half of them are actually not like true, leak, yeah. uh, and then the yeah. other half are. So you're either getting hype about these these games that aren't ever going to see the light of day because they're fake, or you're dismissing various ideas. I just I prefer my news to be legitimate, non-fake yeah, game news. I, I just think I think something leaked literally hours before it was actually announced at 1E3. It might have been at the Bethesda conference. Something about Fallout 4, to be honest. Uh, Fallout 4? And it's just like... Oh, the... Because um, they had that, that ARG going on that was actually a fan thing, and then the actual game leaked. And then they announced the No, game, it was something... It? it was... Yeah, it was, it was... That happened, but it was something different. Okay. Because it was like... Um, E3 was happening that afternoon, but... Uh, about midday on that day mm. someone was like Here, here's a game that's going to get announced in two hours and it's like why bother like yeah <laughs> who's that eager for news but um Websites. yeah i suppose it's just i don't know i don't know that's my takeaway no. i don't know <laughs> i mean all in all i think that we I, if i may pat myself pat ourselves on the back we're not ones for uh, concise discussion and no you can tell in this that we, we've still not quite got the hang of it but I think that we've done a pretty good job of talking about a thing things around the thing in a concise time yeah I'm, I'm proud of us yep we've definitely Are talked you proud about of us, Andy? I'm, I'm proud of you guys seeing as I've listened to a lot of permadeaths and you guys go off on tangents everywhere I don't think we've gone yes, on you such, <laughs> such a big tangent today. There have been tangents, well, but yeah, they've been, been like one... coming back. 
as opposed to it's like one talking about a game. Big tangent. It's it's like a Telltale game. We started off in one direction, we kind of went all over the place, and we ended in the right place. Yeah, but the exactly. end is yeah, determined exactly. anyway, regardless of your choices. <laughs> yes. See also, life is strange. <laughs> So, is there anything else that either of you two would like to add before we wrap up? Uh, I think I've said everything. On, on, Do you want to say your bit again, the... uh, and I won't laugh this time? Oh, what? What you want? You want me to tell tell you about mm-hmm. my stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. If you've had fun so far. If, if you've had, there you go. This is where it's relevant now. If you guys have had fun in the last half an hour or forty minutes or whatever this this actually runtime was. Then maybe you should go and check me out on twitch.tv forward slash ryu101 at ryuw101, twitch.com forward slash ryu101. And uh, at the minute we're streaming Saudi Valley on Mondays at 7pm BST and uh, Yakuza Zero on Wednesday 7pm BST. Having a fun time. Yeah. Woo. Check me out. It's a shame that you're gonna you're gonna not be there for like a little bit of time yeah. after this <laughs> But yeah. whatever. 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 <laughs> Twitch.tv4 slash Ryu101. Twitch.tv. I was only going to say, uh, I'm going to assume that this comes out before E3. Um, <laughs> next episode will no. be will be a live stream, but it won't be the week of E3. It'll be a week or so after. Um, and I hope that you all you all come along. And obviously I hope that you've enjoyed Ebby's new show, because it's definitely Ebby's show. If anything goes wrong, it's her fault. Um, but if anything goes off- awesome... Uh, it's also her fault, so you can thank Abby. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that uh, this is yeah, I, an idea that could, uh, could get better. Yeah, I think we'll improve over time. The problem is we don't have Bill here to, you know, Eat. shout about corn nuts. Mm. That's what he does, right? <laughs> I don't think he's. I've only known him like six years. I don't think, I don't think he's talked about he does, corn nuts right? for ages, but it's the one thing that we always go back Look, to. It's, that and the pin. It's what I remember. Stabbing himself with the, the goddamn pin. pin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you have any feedback for us on the show or any topics you think we should discuss, uh, let us know. You can comment on our YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Assuming you're listening to this on iTunes, you can go to youtube.com forward slash permadeathpodcast, I think. Yep. Or you can tweet us at permapodcast. Yes, or you can tweet us at permapodcast and let us know what you think. That would be appreciated. And I promise we will get a bill on here one day, because I know he's really the reason why you're here. So. Oh, also, Ebby, whilst how often are these post-games going to be? I don't know yet because I'm scared of commitment. Okay. Um, <laughs> the short answer is not as regular as normal episodes. Theoretically, <laughs> unless unless we manage to bash unless a load out, but you really like them, yeah. and then maybe we'll <laughs> we'll work harder yeah. on it. Um, but this is the first in a slew of eventual content to come to Permadeath Podcast. So watch out, world! Here we come. <laughs> We're going to get that YouTube Google AdSense any day now. <laughs> oh man, we've got to get it back. <laughs> We're never getting it back. No. Alright, uh, thank you for listening and we will see you in the history. Because that ain't going anywhere. 
This has been the Post Game Podcast. Podcast, Post Game. Total Power Podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>